Hello everyone, welcome to Satsanga, Ashtanga Yoga Orange County's podcast, exploring the vast body of practices and philosophies emerging from the Indian culture of seeking truth. In today's episode, we discuss key aspects of Sanskrit pronunciation. These principles can be found in the beginning section of all four of the Sanskrit and chanting workbooks. And in volume one, you can find more in-depth explanations and examples for practice. If you would like to follow along with the chanting and lessons in these episodes, you can purchase our textbook, Sanskrit and Chanting, through our website, ashtangayogaorangecounty.com forward slash books, or you can just listen and enjoy. We will now begin with the mantras found in Sanskrit and Chanting, Volume 3, pages 1 and 2, or if you're using Volume 1, the opening mantras can be found on pages 2 through 10. Om Tat Sat Tanmāma-vatu-tad-bhakti 
feature that it has is that there's no there's no aspirations none of the consonants are combined with H's nor are any of the consonants retroflex none of them have a, a dot underneath them uh, a dot underneath like a T or a D or an N means retroflex mean retroflex means that you curl your tongue back to the roof of your mouth so in the Indian languages, there's a distinction between whether the tongue is coming forward to the teeth so that it sounds lispy or crisp, the tongue to the teeth. You can say, push your tongue out to your teeth, say, tongue to your teeth, tongue to your teeth. So dental doesn't mean just letting your tongue be relaxed and natural inside, like when we're speaking English. Gentle in the Indian languages means tongue to your teeth. Tongue to your teeth. A lot of times you can see the tip of the tongue poking through the teeth when the native Indian speaker is talking. Uh, and then retroflex is the opposite. You curl the tongue back. You can say butter, 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 butter toast. <laughs> the tongue goes back. So in the Patanjali Pratana, there is no retroflex. And there is no aspiration for any of the consonants. So what that means is if you bring your hand to your front of your mouth, an aspirant would be to make a little puff of air. You say puff, puff, puff. You make a puff, you feel the air on your hand. So now try to say puff, try to hold your breath when you say puff. 
so there's no no <laughs> cloud of air comes out. How about dog? Dog. Easier? Dog. Yeah. Dog. How about dog? Dog. Yeah, dog. <laughs> so the H, if there's a DH, as in the word dharma, it means it's dharma. Otherwise, it'd be dharma. Dharma. So literally, I'm keeping a little bit of uh, control in my lungs in my diaphragm so that I'm not wasting energy, I'm not leaking the air just loosely going in and out of the body as I'm talking. There's some restraint to keep the energy inside actually. When there's no aspirations, the way to restrain to keep the air out is you have to actually hold it a little bit internally. And then when you have the aspiration, you don't have to make such a big puff of air because you're restraining a little bit. So in order to have the distinction between the two, it doesn't have to be in a dharma. It doesn't have to be exaggerated so much. Dharma. Because when you're talking, then you make the habit of keeping your breath under control, being more mindful of the air that's you're using, allowing to come out. So, Patanjali Pratana, the Yogena Chittasya Padena Vacham, is good for practicing to develop the habit of the dental and the unaspirated. Because most of the consonants that you're going to be, when we're chanting, most of the consonants, about 80 to 90% of the consonants are unaspirated and, and dental. So if you have that as a habit, then it makes it easier than when you see the H's or the dot underneath. Then you just, a couple times here and there, you do the opposite of what you've trained yourself to do. Most of the time you have the habit of just doing unaspirated and dental. So we will try it. <laughs> so this is for practicing and for training yourself. So if you sit straight, the more you sit up, the easier it'll be to be aware of your, your breathing, to control your breathing. Any questions about what I what was just explained? Sound fun? <laughs> Did you even notice the sitting? Yeah, you didn't notice. That it, that it had that special. Ah, right. Do you know well enough? We do it together or call and response? Mm. Yeah. I think together. Yeah, okay. And I'll hear your aspirations. <laughs> They're very <laughs> controlled, okay? Yogena chittasya padena vacham. Malam sharirasya chavaidyakena yopakarottam pravaram muninam patanjalim pranjalir anatosmi 
One more time. Yogena chittasya padena vacham Malam sharirasya chavaitya kena Yopakarottam pravaram buninam Patanjalim pranjaliranatosmi First time and the second time, you guys did excellent. All the classic places. Chittasya, I was expecting to hear the, the common mistake of letting air out come out, a little burst of air. Yeah. And every, all of you were very tight. <laughs> Lung control, good. So if you're using volume three, you can turn to page three yeah. otherwise I'll tell you what page you did yeah. volume one page 17 so when we do vakra tunda the first tunda or that second word rather tunda has two dots underneath you see so the T is dental tuned tune and then tunda tunda so wherever we see dots underneath, also then the first word of the second line, koti, 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 not roti, koti, koti, koti. Yes. Oh, roti is also retroflex. Huh? I did not. Yeah, roti. And then let's see. There's a the on the second line, the last syllable, ba, prabha. Pra, so you want to make sure you don't actually accidentally put the aspiration on the first syllable of that word. Pra, you want to say pra ba, pra ba, and the and the first word of the third line, third line, first word. Vignam, vignam, vignam. So, so before you articulate the n. You have to give a little a little big big numb a little air to it. Ready to test your sight reading? Om Bhakratunda Mahakaya Oti Surya Samaprabha. Avignam Kuru Me Deva Sarva Kariyeshu Sarvada Again Bhakratunda Mahakaya Koti Surya Samaprabha Avignam Kuru Me Deva Sarva Kariyeshu Sarvada Om Sahana Bhavatu Sahana Bhunatu Sahaviryam Karavavahai Tejasvinavadhi Tamastuma Vitvishavahai Om Shanti 
มายาธรรมโสมจิโอติธรรมายามริตยโยมาอมริตังธรรมายาอมชันติชันติชันติหิโอ Havamahe kavin kavinamupamashravastam jeshtarajam brahmanam brahmanasvatanam shrindenuti pisidasadanam mahaganapatai namaha o Vajjhe bir vajjhe nivati Dinama vitriyavatu Vagdevyayanamaha It's clear? You're able to sight read a little bit? It takes practice, I think. Yeah, it takes practice for sure. Okay. Is that what you say somewhere that um, chanting counts as primary practice? <laughs> <laughs> a, a little bit. Yeah. Are you, are you really asking or are you just are you being silly? Yeah. Okay. Because there's the air control. Yeah, because we're controlling our air. Absolutely. And actually, prani, uh, chanting is, is such a good pranayama practice because the, the importance of cultivating the exhale. The exhale helps to ground the the nerves. It creates a much stronger foundation for the body to be steadier and calmer. Because exhale is a contraction, and the emptying of the lungs um, and extending into emptying the lungs naturally creates uh, this response of panic. In the beginning, we can't hold our breath. The lungs empty. We can't hold the breath out very long without a lot of practice. We have to learn how to relax into that that process and developing the ability to relax into that creates such a you know, profound ability to relax against a natural tendency to oh my god I'm suffocating the lungs are empty. Uh, so it creates a very strong foundation. Exhalation in our Krishna Macharya tradition, that's always the first pranayama. And the chanting is all done on exhalation. The inhales have to be very quick and swift in between the punctuation, in between the lines, to keep the rhythm of the chanting. So we naturally, we get tricked into cultivating our exhale. And the chanting carries you into the exhale. It carries you. Huh? When you inhale? No, you have to inhale through your mouth. Yeah, I think uh, you can try, but like if you really need to breathe in a lot, you're gonna have to open your mouth. Otherwise, it's gonna take too long. Cause the nose. This this is actually the reason we want to breathe through the nose when we're practicing yoga and we're not using our mouth, is because it is small, 
and so it provides resistance to strengthen the lungs. Otherwise, the bag is just an open bag, right? Then it can't hold the air. It's just like, so the mouth is too big of an opening. It doesn't provide any strength training and regulation for your breathing to extend the breathing. Because it's like you know, trying to fill up a plastic bag with air. The opening is too big. You need a balloon. You need a small hole. And then you can regulate the air in the bag. So the nose works better. Plus the nose is made for breathing. It's got a lot of um, ability to absorb air through the sinuses. Which the mouth is not designed. It doesn't have the... Oh, yeah, when we get to that last, that first... Take a breath. The first line of the second one, you have because it's a long line. Yes. So you yes. have to make sure you so have enough air to sustain the exhale, the chanting exhale. So chanting is definitely a type of pranayama. If you're, and the more you're sitting straight and being a yogi about it, the more it becomes pranayama. Definitely. So. Just to give you a little um, structure to what we went over, the details of pronunciation. Um, in the beginning, right, it's, all the books have this quick guide to pronunciation pages. So it's in the beginning where the pages are are Roman uh, yeah, Roman numerals. It may not be on the same page for every book. Like before the chanting, like right after the table of contents, one or two pages after the table of contents, you'll see quick guide. So normally I start with vowels, uh, because if we get the rhythm of the the Sanskrit words, then you have most of what you need to sound correctly to be understood and get the um, meaning of the words conveyed properly. Uh, the tongue placement and the aspiration is more of a subtlety. Uh, but because you guys have been chanting, you already know repeating um, and you're familiar with the chants. Uh, and I want to make sure you're here, you know the Patanjali Prakrana, uh, since it's not something we've been doing like, in the Ashtanga culture so much. Um, I started with those two features that are uh, special to the Patanjali Prakrana. Um, so this, this just has a little explanation, basically the same thing I explained. Uh, holding the breath, unless you see an H. Uh, and you did the little exercise with your hand and the um, retroflex, butter, butter toast, <laughs> and tongue to the teeth. Uh, Can I ask a question? Yeah, please. It says express from the bandhas, so how do you... So more yeah. like from your, your lower belly. So maha. Maha. Ha. Yeah. Press the yeah. And if possible, not by the, you're using your chest. Maha. Huh. Huh. Okay. 
Yeah, you just did. You, can you do it again? Yeah, like that. Exactly. So the belly presses in. It's very much like what they do in martial arts. And that's the explanation I've always heard why they do that. It's to activate the power, the internal power from their heart. Udiyana Brahma, the second chapter. So when we were kids, we mm. weren't taught A, B, C, D like we do get in school. Uh -huh. We were taught ga, ta, da, da, na, na. Right, we right. Were, that, that, those were our A, B, C, Ds. Correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. Made to pronounce it correctly. You were made to pronounce it correctly. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh -huh. My yeah. father was. And you had to recite it quickly, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They gave you one day to memorize it. <laughs> yeah. That's how my first Sanskrit teacher gave me a mantra, one day to memorize. Come back the next day, like, what do you mean you haven't memorized it yet? So, that's totally new. You know, yeah, it's like so over my head. What do you think is the short and the long view? Ooh, ooh. So this is a good... Uh, that's a good question. So with the, the short vowels and the long vowels, they all have the same sound. It's just the rhythm duration is different. Except for uh and ah. Uh, ah. Where uh is guttural and ah is palatal. Yeah. So the other ones, i, i, u, u, r, r. A, I, O, Al. And I marked up the A and the O to emphasize that you have to memorize those two are long, right? Because they don't have any indication. There's no line over them, or they're not written with two letters. So, like E and U, those are short. Uh, those are short. You might accidentally mistake a and o as being short, but they're they're not short in Sanskrit. A, I, o, ow. Om Vadram Karne Vishnu Nuyama Devaha. Bhadram Pashe Makshabirya Jatraha Stirairangai Ishtushuvam Sastanubihi Vyashema Devahitam Yadayahu Swastina Indro Vridhashravaha Swastina Pusha Vishwavedaha Swastina Skarksho Arishtanemihi Swastino Bruhaspatir Dadatu Om Shanti 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 Om Lam Namaste Kanapataye Twameva Pratyaksham Tatvamasi Twameva Kevalam Kartasi Twameva Kevalam Dharatasi 
सूर्यवाड़ीर्यवाड़ीर्यग्रहे सूर्यग्रहे महानद्या महानद्या प्रतिमा सन्निधा सिद्धमंत्रो सिद्धमंत्रो महाविघ्नाच्यते महाविघ्नाच्यते महादोषाच्यते महादोषाच्यते महापापाच्यते महापापाच्यते महाप्रत्यवायाच्यते महाप्रत्यवायाच्यते सर्विदी ेदिषत शांति 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 so on page 37 durga sukta so these guys these three here they've been coming on saturdays oh okay <laughs> so and the last last saturday we've been doing this this last several saturdays consecutively been consistent with it and the last time we repeated it several times and then did it all through once so we're going to do it all through once we'll go slowly so we can focus on articulating enunciating syllables om jata vedase ೀಪಿಸ್ವಾಪಸಾಧ್ವಲಂತೀರೋಚನೀ ಕಾಡ್ಮಫಲೇಷುಜುಷ್ಟೇಸ್ತಾರೇನಾಸ್ಮಸ್ತಿಭಿರತಿಷ್ವಾ ಪೃಥ್ವೀಬಹುಲಾನೋರ್ವೀಭವಾಯತನಯಾಯ ಸೈನ್ಯೋ ವಿಶ್ವಾ ದೋರ್ಗ ಜಾತವೇದ 
सिंधु नुरीतापर्शी अग्ने मनसा ृणानोस्मा प्रोशिखमीद्योधरेशु सनाचोतनाचाग्नेस्वास्मभ्यंचम यजस्वा गोभीर्जुष्टमयुजो निशिथम तवेन्द्र विष्णु नुसचरेकृष्ठमसानो वैष्णवी लोक कायनाय विमे कन्याकुमारी धीमे तो दौर्गी प्रचोदया शांति 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 Hmm. Yeah. The sixth line down. Uh, one second. Okay. Ah. Durgaha Jatavedha. Durgaha Jatavedha Sindhu Nanava. Why don't we say Jatavedha? Because it's immediately followed by Sindhu. If it if it was at the end of the line, then you'd say, uh, "Veda, Veda, Veda, Veda." The special feature of chanting is running all the sounds together when the sounds collide, so to speak. There'll be. Uh, uh, Co-mingling, a coalescence. I think if you collided a purple, sorry, a blue and a red crayon together, you'd end up with some purple where they're joining together. You have the blue little piece of purple joining with the red. Yeah. So that's what's happening. Yeah. Dorgaha jataveda sindu jataveda sindu jataveda sindu. Jataveda Sindhu Nanava. Yeah. Without accidentally putting aspiration on the the da da sin da sin after the vowel. Yeah. So you have to actually you have to watch carefully how your body's where your body's producing the aspiration because it's much easier to put it on the da 
than it is after the vow. Especially because it runs right together with the Sindhu. The. Can I hear you? <laughs> That's okay. You can practice first. And then you can show off next week. <laughs> Trying, um, that was line six. Uh huh. Eight. Okay. Oh, just once. So, okay, so you know that. The whole, the whole line. It's just no, the, just the, the one more line. Starting from Prisa. That line. No, 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 it starts with a J. Starts with a J. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sahamana Mukra Magnigum. Yeah, so that line begins on at the end of the previous line. Correct. Oh. Not, that's the one I did actually. Yeah. Yeah. So with Vedic chanting, right? So the Vedas are are organized according to the style of the chanting. So the Rig Veda has its own rules of melody and chanting. The Yajurveda Veda has different rules for swara, for melody. And the Atharva Veda and Sama Veda, they each have their own rules also. So according to which Veda it's from, we'll have a certain style for the uh, for the swara marks. Um, I believe I'm being taught Yajurveda. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Krishna Yajurveda. Pritta. Uh, so you have you have so many syllables all low in a row. They're all low in a roll. So the low note, you see the, the underscore mark indicating the low pitch? So whenever you have a group of them together, it has a little bit special of the melody to it. And also in the, the final mantra at the end, the one that starts with Om, the bottom, caught. Yayanaya, there's also those three in a row. Katyayanaya, Vitmahe, this is a Gayatri mantra for Durga. The Durga Gayatri mantra. Katyayanaya, Vitmahe, Kanyakumari, Dimahi, Tanno Durgi, Prachodaya, Art. What is this little part at the end called? Show me. Oh, this is not that. You're thinking it's called Pala Fruit Shruti. So Pala Shruti. Shruti, what, what you listen to. The fruit that you get for listening or chanting it. Yeah, so do you mean, say Pala or Fala? Is Pala. Pala. Oh, see, I always thought Fala. That's okay. You're from North India. <laughs> yes. So yeah, we yeah. don't criticize you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Pala I'm from that. South India. Yes, that's and true. And Sanskrit, we say Pala. Hello. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ka, uh, kapa. Kapa. Yeah. Uh, that's good. That's that's a lot. 
for one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can do closing chants. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have any? So next week, uh, let me tell you, um, in the first book, I want to go over another thing that's super helpful. Uh, on page 31, if you want to read ahead, mm-hmm. anybody likes to read the text ahead of the lecture? <laughs> page 31 is on what we call Lagu and Guru. Guru and Lagu. So that means uh, light and heavy syllables. Yeah. Which we're, in English normally we're used to calling them uh, short and long. So they do correlate with short vowel, uh, but it's not limited to the vowel being short and long. It's a little, little bit more than just if the vowel is short or long. What does uh, light mean? Light. Light, yeah. Swift. So they're the short syllables are swift. Ayurveda uses the term a lot too, not uh, So we'll go over this page. Which basically it's like how to look at the words, how to look at the string of syllables, how to break it down and see it not as as words but as a string of syllables. And look at how to separate the syllables and where the the rhythm, the accent and the rhythm will come according to where the, the guru, the heavy syllables fall. So it's very helpful if you're trying to read something that you you don't know how to get the rhythm and if you know how to look at the syllables then you'll learn you'll be able to teach yourself the rhythm so page five if you're in uh the big chanting book volume three and i'll tell you what page volume one for closing chants mangala mantras Mangala Mantras. If you're on volume one, then you want page 25. If you're on volume three, then you want page five. Swasti Prajabhyaha Paripalayantam Nyayena Margena Vahim Vahishaha Go Brahmanebhyaha Shubhamastunityam Lokaha Samasaha Sukhino Bhavantu Kale Varshatu Prajanya Prithivi Satsishalani Deshoyam Shobaditaha Brahmana Santinir Aputra Putrina Santu Putrina Santu Pautrinaha Adana Sadana Santu Jeevantu Sharadam Shatam Sarvesham Swastir Bhavatu, Sarvesham Shantir Bhavatu, Sarvesham Purnam Bhavatu, Sarvesham Mangalam Bhavatu, 
Sarve Bhavantu Sukhinaha Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashantu Makaschittuka Bhagavet Om Shanti 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 Om Tat Sat Brahmarpanamastu Thank you. Thank you very much for tuning in to Ashtanga Yoga Orange County's Satsanga, Seeking Truth. Please be sure to subscribe so you'll get notified of each new episode. I'm looking forward to next time. And until then, be well and keep seeking. Om Tat Sat Brahmar Panama